Welcome to the Vintage Talk Show. It's just two dudes getting together to talk about current topics in the vintage community with your hosts, Mosquito Heads and Vintage Shih Tzu. Today's topic is our thoughts on the Supreme brand and its effects on the vintage community, people that collect and don't collect uh, Supreme. So I'm going to let Mosquito head over here. Okay, well, I was, hope, see, I was hoping. Uh, All right, I was hoping Pooch over here was going to okay. give a word in. Well, I will start off. I think that Supreme as a brand is interesting, and the fact that I I believe that they're good for the vintage resale community because of the prints and the vintage catalogs that they look at the company to produce their products and brand. I've seen uh, a recent drop of a bootleg Nike Supreme uh, jacket, some other apparel they had. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, I've seen that print on a bootleg before. But the difference here is, if I'm not mistaken, Supreme collaborates with Nike a lot. That's a well-known thing in the community. But Supreme chose the bootleg print on like some mustard color jacket was one I remember thinking if I could buy one, I'd buy that mustard color bootleg print. I've seen other things in the past that uh, suggest that they look at previous vintage brands for inspiration to, to make their clothing. So I believe, and I'm on the train of, I don't personally buy Supreme because it's not something I like to spend my money on. I've never actually touched any Supreme items. I might change online once I get my hand on them. But I do like the fact that you can wear a new item and it does mesh well with vintage clothing if worn correctly. I like the North Face Supreme apparel. I would actually be down to own some of the North Face jackets. Um, I'm not big on the box logo hoodies. But I do think that they're just kind of uh, similar to a champion sweater. Easily wearable, great colors, and when you wear it, people know what's up with you. You know, it's it's the same thought of the vintage community. If you've got a nice tee on, my boy Mosquito Head today is wearing a very fresh Harley Davidson 3D emblem, but different than any I've ever seen. It has uh, neon colors. That's not in a it. 3D emblem. That's unfortunately not oh, a 3D emblem. Okay, sorry. It is not a 3D emblem, but it looks like it could be one. It's got some. It's got an eagle. It says USA. It's got neon pink and blue. Kind of reminds you of a nice sunset look to it. And you know, if I see him in that, I'm thinking that that's what's up. He knows what's going on. And I think that the Supreme also commands that respect with a lot of the younger people in the world. So I'm okay with Supreme. I'm not against it. I'm not. I don't mind it. Uh, I don't understand the resale, though. I, I really don't. Yeah, that's something I was wanting to ask you about, because I know for a fact that you know more about Supreme than I do. I know the fa- for a fact that you've known about Supreme a lot longer than I have. I'm just now trying to figure out what the bucket's all about. I'm saying, why are these shirts with this box logo on it selling for that price? These are new. These aren't rare, old, like, oh, like, I get it with a, for instance, this shirt he's got on. It's got Michael Jordan. It looks like it's almost a piece of art. It's a gray Nike, of course, single top and bottom. It's a, it's a great shirt. And it's, I see that shirt, and I'm like, okay, I can see the value behind that, and I see why. I see the rarity. I see the quality. I see the print, and it's like, okay, I get the value behind that. 
But when I'm looking at a Supreme where it's like, okay, there's this box logo on just a T. Why is this T then, say, $150? Because of this box logo? So, like I said, I know you you know a lot more about Supreme. So you can maybe say, well, that's, there's a limited release here. There's only 100 of this one made or whatever. And, like, you can maybe fill me in and school me on the value and the, and the pricing that they use. So I'm going to let you have the mic there and kind of tell me a little bit about that because I personally can't – I can't wrap my head around it. All right, we're trying to come as humble as possible with, with my limited knowledge on Supreme. I believe that it's a – a demographic situation for one. We're not going to know much about Supreme because there is no Supreme store close to us. It's not something we grew up. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking the two. I think of it in general are New York and L.A. are your big uh, locations. And essentially, the whole brand that I know of about is a streetwear brand. That what streetwear being a blend of fashion and skateboarding. So I think at its purest, Supreme is just a skateboard company that was releasing T-shirts and other skateboard apparel. And they overbranded, just like Nike has overbranded several times on their stuff in the past, big logos or just the Nike check, something that when you see it, you know that brand. So the whole Supreme itself is just a red bumper sticker on a crew neck. Okay, so what's with the price? Well, I think, again, it's the exclusivity of the item. How, how exclusive are these items? Are they just limited numbers made? Yes. Uh, Supreme, from the research I've done, they only release certain things on certain days, and they only release a set amount. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But as you know with economics, the supply and demand of anything is what runs the market. And the way Supreme is, they intentionally, I think, keep their supply low to keep their demand high on their product. Which that's smart business, but I've seen them collab with some really generic brands. And I've wondered what the heck they were thinking, what the buck they were thinking. I've seen them have a pair. This is a video I watched today. This guy had apparently a million-dollar Supreme collection. And he had a pair of baseball gloves branded by Franklin. We're talking low, low, low tier branding. And then you got Supreme on there. So why did they choose to collab with Franklin as opposed to, say, a Nike? Somebody that's like more of the gold standard, not this low end dirt trash. I'm going to find them on the floor of a thrift store covered in dust underneath the rack brand. Why did they choose to collab with them? Like for that reason, I was like, well, to me, Supreme just seems, no offense, a little generic. I've seen them make everything from a brick, a literal brick, with Supreme logo on it, to a dog bowl. I've seen them sell a dog bowl for hundreds of dollars. It just says Supreme on it. This is a brand that's out right now. It's not like they're, oh, you can't get in. They're not making these. They are making them. But they're doing smart business. Like you said, they're doing limited releases because you keep it a low supply, you get a high demand. So they're not overprinting them. But like I said, vintage, they're not making those anymore. These single stitch, these prints, they can bootleg them. These little, you know, South Korean companies, these Asian companies or whatever, they, I guess they're usually from the East or the Middle East that are bootlegging these, selling them on some Gildan tags. So, yeah, I get that's out there. I get that's happening. But it's like people know better. If you're a collector, you know about the single stitch. You know about the right tag. And if that Gildan's popping at you, you're 
You're literally scoffing at it. You're ticked at it. You're definitely passing it over. But this Supreme, it's like there are brand that's out right now. They started it. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it 2003? Uh, early 2000s. Sure. Yeah, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even that old. And then they're going to act like with their Colgate-looking brand that they're coming in some hot and heavy and they can charge these prices. And I guess the sheep of the world, no offense people out there, I'm not calling anybody specifically a sheep. Shots and I'm not fired. saying if you are wearing Supreme, you're a sheep. I'm not saying that at all. But in a way, you kind of are if you're really firing at the Supreme because it's like, wow, fire, just because everybody else is. Because it's like, like I said, vintage tees, I see the rarity. They're not making those anymore. So there's a reason behind it. I got to have a reason behind something. That's a legitimate reason. And also, it's just like, I mean, of course, I like them just for the print alone. But So I'm going to have to have some more evidence on Supreme as to why they have the numbers they have and why people are paying those numbers. I think that the company Supreme, the people that run it, I think they do it just to see if people buy the stupid items. So you're saying it's all a science project. I think they just do it. I think they're like, hey, guys, what, what could we... what? What kind of absurd item could we make? Um, let's get a crowbar and put Supreme on and see how I've many. I've seen a hammer. I literally yeah. have seen a hammer. Let's get a brick. Let's get uh, anything we could think of. An ashtray. Pinball machine. Ashtray. It's in the ashtray. Yeah. I'm glad you're bringing these out. I, I forgot about these. Um, let's just get some type of, oh, let's get some chopsticks. I think that was one or something like that. So, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This is getting to the ridiculous round, but you're right. I guess it's a project. A science project. Yeah, They're like saying a, what these. No offense. That's why I'm saying sheeple guys. Because guess what? You're now the mouse that's looking for the cheese in the maze. Yeah. You're part of this project. They're overlooking. They're saying what you're doing and what you're paying for. Yeah. And it's. Like, I know a lot of people are gonna be offended. I'm sorry. I'm not one of those guys that's just gonna always be patting people on the back. It's like sometimes I'll say stuff that's gonna offend people. I'm, we may not be. Political I'm not correct. trying to. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not saying my opinion matters or it's the right opinion. I'm just saying it's my opinion and. You know, I'd like to hear others' opinions. I want to know why Supreme's so legit. Yeah. I think it, we would help understand if we could get our hands on some authentic Supreme and test the quality out. Because it's kind of similar to how I know that you, your heart's warm to Tommy. He'll figure yeah, stuff. Okay. Because I like we've had, quality. Yeah. Like, as you start to see it more, you start to touch it more, you start to be involved with that item, you start to understand the value. But again, like I said, I haven't seen it. I'm only going off of pure observation. I see people spend two thousand, three thousand, upwards of that sometimes on a crew neck because it's peach and it has the peach embroidery on. That's just to this me. This is supreme. You're talking. Yeah, about? to me that's absurd. Mm-hmm. I'm spending Very that. Absurd. I'm I'm trying to spend that on a car payment. I'm not trying to spend that on a crew neck. So you're talking about quality, but here's the problem I got with that. Like I said, I'm going to go back to the Franklin baseball gloves. There's not quality in Franklin. Yeah. You're paying a low end price and you're getting a low end product that will wear out. It will disintegrate quicker than any other product. Well, see, I think that goes back to just the people at Supreme trying to see, okay, let's do something absurd. Let's put our our branding because that's all they're doing. They're not doing anything to the glove other than yeah, making just it stamping their Colgate looking. Logo. Let's make it a red glove with a white Supreme. That's all they're doing. Yeah. I mean, they're literally taking and just spray painting something, in, in in essence. But I mean, they're doing a little bit more. So yeah, I think that with the Franklin, it's just the first person they could get the collaboration with. I mean, I've seen them do collaborations with brands that are really good so like i think they had a hatchet one time that was from a brand that's a really good brand i can't remember the name of the brand when i shout it out but so i've seen them do i think they just pick certain companies and try to get that item out there hey let's do a hatchet let's call every hatchet person up and i mean even to say that they've had louis vuitton 
collaboration. Now, so you can't well, say that there's all... there was a lawsuit on that. They they did the branding of Louis Vuitton. I saw it at least on some bucket hats. And it wasn't actually gone through with Louis Vuitton, so they no, actually, they've they've had a complete cease and a uh, okay. Uh, you gotta look, you gotta do your research. They've had now like that's what I've heard on these bucket hats. Oh, the these bucket are the hats? bucket hats. That okay, I heard. well I know they had this. They had legit wallets, and then they had there's this one brand that makes suitcases that are like three thousand dollar maybe suitcases. And uh, Supreme did I think a collaboration with them. No, that's Off White. Excuse me, that's the other brand we could talk about that goes along with that Off White. But for me, I, I would think that Supreme is kind of riding the coattails of what we would uh, vape. Uh, you, you know what vape is? Yeah, vaping A. Yeah. yeah. I remember, you know, that was really popular back in the early thousands. They actually kind of got their start from making bootleg Air Force Ones. Do you remember those with the little stars, the Bapestas? And yeah, I you remember some a, of that. I kind of like just the, avoided the yeah. vape market. I'm the packaging was like a... I mean, I'm... Yeah. I, for some reason, that stuff, I just avoided it. Well, the Bait, the Supreme, all those kind of streetwear brands, that's a new culture that we're just kind of witnessing right now. And a lot of these young, younger people that are coming up, I mean, really our ages, but minus, I mean, there's kids that are 12 years old wanting all that stuff. That's just what they're looking for. That's what they want. That's, I think they wear their wealth on their sleeve, which we do with vintage, but I'm usually not trying to pay up on vintage. Now, sometimes I will. I, I cannot lie, we'll all pay up sometimes, but I'm pretty sure you didn't pay more than five dollars for that shirt you're wearing. But nice. someone someone will want to pay you sixty to hundred dollars for that shirt. Yeah, so I guess the listeners right now, if there are any or down the road, are probably telling me, Hey, yeah, you're looking at the here and now, but look at the thirty, forty years from now when this shirt that was limited release forty years ago is now super vintage and it was also limited release, so it's rare. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess I get that, but it's like from the here and now standpoint, it just looks kind of, well, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's just like a brand kind of just saying they are, and I guess talk it and then you'll be it, I guess. I've seen people online buying, what they, I guess, kind of like more vintage Supreme stuff. They'll talk about it having different look or cut, the the crew neck, the where you put your hole where you put your neck is like tighter. It's different. The stitching is this and that. So what got Supreme on the level it's on? Did it start out trying to sell stuff for 150 for a t-shirt, or did it start out 20 dollars? Well, they really don't. They don't really sell their t-shirts for 150 dollars. They sell a t-shirt like 40, 50 bucks. It's the resale market. That's okay, so it's the, like one of those where you stand in line and yeah. you're they're now, two days early camping out. You get a bunch of them, and then you can resell them if you want. Yeah, and then they kind of quit the camp out thing. They do rap, anonymous raffles now. I, like I said, I don't know. I've watched just people online that go to Supreme stores and try to do this stuff. So I'm and just confused at why, because they said they were a thing. Because at one point they were a nothing, right? They came from nowhere, and then they eventually said they were something. Why did everybody buy into it? I think it was one of those niche markets where, or niche, how do you say that? I guess it's niche. Shark Tank says niche. Okay. So, uh, we're going to go niche. We got Mr. Wonderful in the niche. I don't yeah. know. I personally don't know. I think it was one of those things where people started wearing the brand and they just started enjoying the simplicity of Because, I mean, honestly, it's just a simplistic shirt. It's a white shirt with a red logo. It says Supreme. The branding's good. The colors are good. I think that people just started getting onto it. And I think what really pushed them over the edge was just the certain collaborations. And the one that I come to mind was the star Nike Dunks that they had. I think it was the name of the shoe. They had like an orange, a red, and a baby blue. And this was back in 2000, 
2010-ish that I remember hearing about these. And I think that's what kind of put them up on the map in my mind and what I know about them. But I think it's just one of those things where people started enjoying it and they started getting good collaboration. They started getting collaborations with brands so that people cared about. Franklin was a thing of the past, I take it. I think the Because Frank- that's garbage. I'm going to keep dogging Franklin. And, <laughs> and even you Supreme people have got to be saying, yeah, the Franklin was ridiculous. And I'm not, well, I know I probably take thoughts on Supreme people, and I'm sorry, but the Franklin is a ridiculous collab. That's ridiculous. That's like, uh, that's like Campbell's, or no, it's like Michael Jordan signing some like great value deal or something. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, I'm on the new Great Value cereal. It's, uh, it's a new market we're getting, you know, yeah. reaching into. So, to me, it's a little ridiculous with the Franklin. Yeah. I think they could have done it like, you know. It's, about, it's kind of like the Brett Favre copper bracelets. you seen those? Yeah. Those are, <laughs> it's well, like old, right? made sense. Did you, you know? lose the so, gene deal? Arthritis kicks in when you're older, man. He, was, get the, he was passing footballs in his 40s. Who's, so. that new, who's the new guy that's, like, doing the um, – like the male enhancement, like they're keeping you going. There's been a lot of people on the male enhancement. Yeah, have you I don't seen know the, the new new? Is. It's like this. Uh, I can't remember his name. Like, like, I feel like Brett Favre's done a little male enhancement. Yeah, this guy's like, "Hey, man, you're looking good. You've been working out." And he's like, "Yeah, I got this pill. It's just funny. I'm selling out." So, I don't think they sold out. I think that by the time that Supreme made the glove, they were already big enough for anybody to buy it. I think that's the whole thing. They just do it to like say, "You idiots will buy anything." You'll buy a brick that says Supreme and try to resell it. You'll buy a basketball with butterflies on it for no reason. You'll buy a, a crowbar or a hammer or any dumb item we put out just because it says Supreme on it. And you, you, you guys will just buy it up no matter what. But they collaborate with good brands like uh, CDG. Comez uh, mm-hmm. Garchon, I think is how you pronounce that. They'll collaborate with Louis Vuitton, Nike, like juggernauts in the industry. They don't, they're not just out there doing whatever. They're doing anything they want. They release in low amounts. Oh, the North Face. You know, like they had had some North Face when it was dropped not too long ago. I think we're, the thing uh, with Supreme is just... We're recording in a third shift... Uh, <laughs> Child daycare. It's a child <laughs> nightcare. It's something they're looking into, and they gave us a spot in a corner to yeah. record. They give so us vintage to, for, for recording in their spot. So there's actually been a young girl trying to look for a uh, doll she had. It's one of those crying dolls. Crybaby. The crybabies. And she's Her name is Lala. It. But uh, so we apologize for the neighbors here, but we got a good deal on rent over here. And uh, we're just working with what we got. So just bear with us. Uh, we'll get back with uh, the Supreme here in a little bit. Okay, I think she's found her doll. Yeah. And she's now going back to bed. Well, do you have any last thoughts on Supreme? Because um, I don't have much other than I'm never going to – here's my thoughts on it. I'll, I'll end with this. I'll let you you finish. I'll let you answer the question. I will, I'll probably never buy Supreme unless it was to resell. I would never have the money personally to spend on it either. I don't have the, the funds to go and spend on some of this, these items because I have other priorities in life to spend my money on than just some $300, $500 jacket. So for me, I don't really care. Um, I know you were talking about this earlier, the fanny pack thing they did. I mean, that's all just straight branding. I think that the whole company is just – Overbrand, overbrand, overbrand. Put my put my branding on anything I can. Doesn't matter what it looks like. 
Uh, oh, we forgot to talk about the Kate Moss, the Three Six Mafia shirts, the Mike Willie Nelson, the Mike, yeah, with the frog. Like those were huge. Those were huge shirts for the yeah. brand. I think that what they did is they just played into, like everybody wears Supreme, Kermit the Frog, you know, the Kate Moss, Three Six. Gucci Mane one. I remember the Gucci Mane one was big. I think that's just something that now it's like that brand has stood the test of time. They became popular. People wanted their apparel. And what we're seeing now is them just taking advantage of it. And I think they have a still have a skateboard mentality of like, dude, you guys are crazy. I'm going to make a brick that says Supreme. I'm going to sell it to you. And you're going to buy it for no reason. What could you possibly do with a Supreme brick? Paperweight? It's too cumbersome. What are you going to do with it? Decoration? It's a stupid decoration. No one's going to put a brick just sitting on their shelf. It's dumb. But you've got these people. You're watching the $1 million Supreme Collection. All that guy cares about is that he is defined by his Supreme Collection. I think some of these people that buy Supreme, they just do it because it's popular. If it wasn't popular, they wouldn't buy it, honestly. And I think that's one of the big differences for me in Supreme and the vintage. Like I wear what I like. And vintage, I wear it like I'm gonna wear it till it's rags, holes in it, whatever I can do. If there's something out there that I truly desire and I find it for a pretty good deal, I might spend some money on it, you know, if I'm actually wanting it. But usually, I'm just kind of like, well, maybe I'll find it one day. Maybe I'll find it one day. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on your ending thoughts? My on final Supreme? thoughts on Supreme are: I guess y'all are geniuses. So I'm not going to try to get in your way, and of course I'll never get in your way. And keep doing what you're doing because you're making a killing. People are on fire about this stuff. So whatever you're doing, you're killing it with. I don't personally get it. I kind of do. I kind of see the rarity. I, I see the collecting. I get collecting. I get people that are fans of stuff. So I understand that. But it's like, like you said, I couldn't personally spend that much money on stuff. Uh, yeah, if I found it at a thrift store, I'd pick it up, resell, something like that. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe 30 years, like I said, down the road, I'll start getting it when the people that do it are dead and gone, and then they're, you know, kind of like old tees, where it's like you can't get any more, they're not making any more, so they're just getting rare. But for now, yeah, I don't understand it. Supreme, keep it up, you're killing it, but uh, I just don't get the bricks selling for hundreds of dollars. I don't understand it. But I guess uh, i got to give you props. That's my th- final thoughts on Supreme. All right. Well, that's episode right there for you. Stay, uh, stay tuned for other things we'll talk about. You never know what's going to come at you. Yeah, this has not been our typical. We're typically going to be talking about more of the single stitch, the 50-50, the made in the USA, our bread and butter. So uh, it's kind of different. We chose Supreme for the very... Uh, out of the gate, really. I guess it was something that was just recently on my on my mind to talk about. I know you had something to say. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, stay tune tuned. Tune in next time, guys. It's going to get vintage. If you'd like to ask us questions or submit us topics for a future podcast, you could contact us on our official Twitter page at Vintage Talk Show or at one of our accounts on Instagram at Mosquito Heads with a Z or Vintage Shit Zoo. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.